apart from... This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey, friends. How's everybody doing? Wednesday, halfway through the week. Another day closer to the start of the college football season. Almost there. But in the meantime, a couple of hours to kill today here on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in on the Ticket Radio Network. All over your radio dial and also online at 953theticket.com. Of course, uh, we stream on the TuneIn app as well. Just get that downloaded and hit play. You're all set. If you want to shout at us today, uh, that's easy enough. 9303776 is the number on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And, of course, you can also interact with us on social media as well. Facebook.com slash The Ticket Radio. And on Twitter, Kara underscore Richie. Our hashtag is WDRZ. I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio for Hour 1 by Keith Merritt. Good afternoon. Also joining us today is uh, back in studio producer Kate Carlton. Good afternoon. Of course, he was busy yesterday uh, taking in press conference from Butch Jones. So we'll look to Cade for some of the info on that uh, today. Uh, what do we got going on here? Uh, I guess we should start with with the guest first. Our A-State update today is going to be with Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones. Uh, yeah, I think he's season he's preview. Busy, yeah. yeah, season preview uh, because it's a, it's a big week. It's time for a big conversation. So 1230, he will join us for our A-State update brought to you by calmer solutions of course tonight you'll also get to hear from him as well as it is the season premiere of live with the red wolves at lost pizza on southwest drive attention members and guests uh butch jones as well as a special player guest who i believe it's johnny lang uh arkansas state running back uh, is going to be there as well they're going to answer fan questions of course they're going to talk a little off season talk a little season opener as well and again that starts at seven o'clock if you cannot make it out you can listen in on 107.9 K-Fine and your K-Fine app. But meanwhile, Jones again spent yesterday addressing the media, weighing in on a variety of topics, including the youth of his team. Again, 101 total freshmen and sophomores on the roster, the fourth youngest team in all of the football bowl subdivision. And last night, a very forgettable one for the St. Louis Cardinals as they saw their three-game win streak snapped with a 5-1 to loss to the Reds in Cincinnati, only four hits on the night. That's not a good night. Team's going to play a rubber game tonight. First pitch, 540, 95-9, the Wolf. Uh, so that's some of the things we've got in store today. All week long, we've been doing prediction week. We've asked you for record predictions. We've asked you for Sunbelt predictions today. want to shine the spotlight on all of college football, and I want to know your biggest, boldest prediction for the upcoming football season. Think big. It is not a bold prediction to say that Alabama is going to win the national championship. I'm sorry, it's not. Is it a prediction? Is it big? Sure, because whoever uh, the national championship is also is, is always a big prediction. But it's but not, not bold. Not a big surprise. Not a big 
surprised to pick Alabama. It's not bold. It's yeah. Alabama. Come on. Pick uh, Vanderbilt. Now that, that's bold on the verge of insanity. Well, that's us calling in a welfare check, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it again. It wouldn't be bold if you say Alabama's going to win the Natty. It it would be bold for you to call in and say Alabama would have two or th- even three losses. That would be a bold prediction. Not for a lot of other teams in the country, but it would be for Alabama. Uh, not going to be a bold prediction for you to tell us Scott Frost is going to get fired during or immediately after the season. Not bold. That is not bold. Would it be big? Sure, because it would probably be the first coaching change of the 2022 season. But it's not, it's not bold. It would be a bold prediction to say that he'll win the next 11 and keep his job. So again, we want you to think big, think bold for our KavanaughCars.com question today on the Workday Red Zone. So uh, that's some of the things we've got going on. Uh, we've, we'll start, uh, we'll, we'll continue today to look a little bit more at Grambling State. They did put out a depth chart here. So they've got uh, a handful of players, more or less, that they've got circled here. It's not quite as wild as ULM's depth chart, but we'll talk about that coming up later <laughs> Before we completely get off on a tangent, before we even get started today. Uh, but let's go to the phones and check in with Trey. How are you? I'm good, Kara. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks for the phone call. Absolutely. Are you talking about Alabama real quick? Uh, I don't know if you saw that Desmond Howard had Texas A&M beating Alabama for the SEC title. Okay. Uh, or for the West Division. And then he had Texas A&M win it at all in the SEC and being in the college football playoff. And I said... What high horse is that man on this morning or the other day? Because I was like, no, that's not happening. There's this barbecue Uh, place I've been to at College Station that changes your thinking about everything. He might have been there. I think he went there a little too much over the offseason. But I was just uh, stunned to see that he had a team like Texas A&M in the uh, college football playoff, and I'm like, well – we don't even know how how good a and is going to be this year, but it, usually it's always the prediction of Alabama or Georgia. So he must know something that we don't, or they ESPN must know something we, that we don't that could take place this year, but who knows. Uh, but uh, when it comes to the uh, question of the day, kind of what was it again? What's your biggest, boldest prediction for the upcoming college football season? Um. Oh, that's a that's a trick one. Uh, I would love to say my biggest boldest prediction is A State winning eight or nine games this year and maybe winning the Sun Belt. And that's kind of really going out there on a limb. But re- realistically, I I could see A State going six and six this year. But I'll say my biggest boldest prediction is uh, probably a non-SEC team winning the national championship. So, okay. Yep. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just have a eerie feeling that somebody's going to sneak up on them in the college football playoff, whether it's one team or two teams. So uh, uh, it all starts tomorrow night, you know, with some good games on tomorrow night. I think Penn State and Purdue are playing tomorrow night. So, Get a glimpse to see what Big Ten football is going to be like this year. Well, 
We already know that Scott Frost likes to go for onside kicks up 11 in the third quarter, so uh, no telling what James Franklin has up his sleeve. Yeah, I don't know if we'll we'll see anything that's going to rival the goofiness of, of Nebraska Northwestern, but, you know. You never know. You never know. You never know. There's going to be a lot of football you ne- played. You never weekend. know. It's week one. Everybody likes to have fun. Everybody's all amped up. A lot of people sometimes like to pull a, a little rabbit out of the hat here here or there, so... We never know what wild finish or what wild start to a game we're going to see this weekend. But uh, definitely looking forward to Saturday and uh, go Red Bulls. Thanks, Trey. Appreciate the phone call today. 9303776, the number to call. He gets us started. He says a non-SEC team will win the college football championship. And that look, that is fairly bold when you've got an SEC team that's when it Four out of the past five years. So could it be a team like Clemson that is able to walk away as the best team in the country at the end of the season? Could it be Ohio State, the preseason number two team, Arkansas State's week two opponent? Uh, I consider that bold. Again, those are top five teams, but with the SEC kind of having a little bit of a stranglehold on these championships over the past few years, we'll take it. 9303776 is the number to call. Uh, let's go ahead and hit pause here. Uh, we've got a few different things to, to get into before we get into a conversation with A-State head football coach Butch Jones. Again, that is coming our way at 1230. But let's go ahead and take a quick breather. We'll be right back right after this on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. NEA Golf Cars reminds you the next spring will be here before you know it. And when it arrives, make sure you're making your way around the course in a sweet ride from NEA Golf Cars. And you can book yours now by calling 236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars is home to all the top brands, including the industry-leading Onward by Club Car, plus a large selection of used carts and all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its very best. Visit NEAGolfCars.com or call 870-236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. The home team at Jonesboro Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is proud to welcome Dr. Asa Schneichel. Dr. Schneichel's an A-State alum and is Northeast Arkansas's only joint revision surgeon, specializing in several forms of joint replacement. He joins the Jonesboro Sports and Orthopedics team with more than 40 years' experience in getting you back in the game. So if you have a sports injury, just some nagging aches, or even need help with concussion management, call JOSM at 932-1820 to schedule an appointment. Jonesboro Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, excelling in our field so you can excel on your This is a story I'm going to tell on myself. I served on a state commission for several years, and we met somewhere around the state once a month. One time, Gail and I were going to Lake Norfolk, and from there, going to a meeting in Fort Smith. Traveled a few hours to Fort Smith, and Gail called her friend to see if they were there, and they said, the meeting is next week. I missed the message. Five and a half hours later, we were back home. Glenn Sane, and God bless our troops. A-State football and the Social Jonesboro are the perfect winning combination for game day. The Social has an amazing, delicious, fantastic, and tasty menu that goes perfect for pre- or post-game. Plus, the official Red Wolves away game watch party takes place at the Social. What we're saying is, it does not get any better than the Social on Red Wolves game day. The name says it all. Get Social at The Social and get ready to howl with fellow A-State Red Wolves fans on every game day. The Social at Greensboro Village in Jonesboro. 
Hillsboro. I was having problems growing grass in my yard. Tried all remedies. Nothing. Finally, Richard Groves from Branching Out Tree Service said my trees weren't allowing grass growth. What? They needed trimming. And yep, trim back the trees, more grass. If you have problem growing grass or you need a tree consultation, contact Richard for a free estimate, 870-847-6040, and he will treat you right. Branching out tree service. Hello? Emily, it's Jennifer. I need your help. Oh, no. What's going on? I don't know if you've heard, but I'm having to work from home starting today, and I'm trying to get set up, but I can't even get calls from the office. Okay. Do you have the Spectrum VoIP app on your phone? No, I haven't set it up yet. Okay. I can log into the admin portal and forward your calls to your cell until I get it all set up. Thank you so much. You bet. Let me know when you're back in the office, and we'll get that app installed. That way, you'll never miss a call no matter where you are. Emily, you're the best. What about my video conference calls? I'll send you a link to the Spectrum VoIP portal just like we use in the office. Once you log in, you'll be able to use the chat feature and the video call feature right from your laptop. Fantastic. Now I need to get started working. When working from the office at home or on the road, Spectrum VoIP makes it easy. If you'd like a free demo, call 870-454-HELP. That's 870-454-4357. Or visit us online at calmersolutions.com. Spectrum VoIP from Calmer Solutions. Cloud-hosted high-quality VoIP at the best price. At First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, it is important that we are where you are. You see, it's not only about offering the latest in banking technology, it's also about being there for you. We pride ourselves in having multiple locations where you are never far from one of our offices. We know it's important to you that from time to time you visit with us personally about a product or service or just a question about your account. We know the convenience of that service is important. You see, it's not just about the products we offer, but it is also about convenience. That's why we are where you are. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. This is your warning. You're entering the workday red zone. Welcome back to the workday red zone. Kara, Keith, and Cade with you again about 15 minutes out from a conversation with Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones. As the Red Wolves get ready to kick off the season, 6 o'clock Saturday, Centennial Bank Stadium against Grambling State. And a lot to learn about the Tigers. Uh, we'll follow up on that here in just a moment, but do want to throw back out the KavanaughCars.com question. Asking you today for your biggest, boldest prediction for the upcoming college football season. I'm curious if anybody is going to throw out uh, perhaps this year's Group of Five representative. That's been something that has uh, that's been something that uh, has changed a few different times over the past few years. We've seen it be a little bit AAC heavy as of late. It was Cincinnati last year, and then uh, you go back to the year before. Of course, that was a COVID year. Everything was was everything wonky, was. but it was it was uh, Cincinnati was the highest ranked Group of Five team that year as well. The previous season. That honor went to Memphis, and then before that, UCF. UCF again in the prior year. Western Michigan, the year before that, Houston, and uh, the first year of the college football playoff uh, back in 2014-15, it was Boise State. So uh, we have seen a little bit of consistency here with Cincinnati as they are the highest-ranked group of five team in the top 25 poll, but I know Houston's getting a lot of preseason love. 
BYU potentially seen as a dark horse. And I'm curious, you know, at what point in time the Sun Belt perhaps breaks through in this conversation. Uh, there was a lot of buzz around the league the past couple of years, but, you know, you'd have to just about run the table uh, to do it, of course, in the Sun Belt. App State, probably the, the team in the league that's getting the most love in the preseason. They certainly have a good opportunity for a week one uh, eyebrow raiser of a win as they host North Carolina. In Boone. In Boone. So that would be a big W there and a potential to get a lot of people talking about the Mountaineers. But they follow that up with a week two trip to Texas A&M. And I think the challenge there is going to be considerably more difficult uh, in, yeah. in week two for App State. Uh, looking around at some other schedules from the league and, and who these uh, top Sunbelt teams play in terms of Power 5 opponents. Coastal Carolina has a visit to to uh, Virginia. That is actually the next to the last week of the season. So that's kind of an interesting Yeah, who, who knows one. what the yeah. who's are going to be like by then. Uh, Georgia State plays, well, they've got, how many teams from Carolina do they play this year? Uh, they play at South Carolina in week one. They host North Carolina in week two. You mean to tell me North Carolina has two games I this am, year on the road against G5 opponents? I am fascinated by that. I got to double check on that and see if that's a, a, like a typo or if one of these is a neutral site game or something like that because that is mind-blowing. We got <laughs> we got to double check. I I I'm looking here. Oh, what I'm I, looking I, at is my helmet schedule from FB Schedules, and of course they are on point always, all the time. But that kind of just I I don't know if I've ever seen a Power Five team start the season with two road games against two Group of Five opponents. So my you'll have to excuse me that my mind is a little bit blown <laughs> here. Well, they didn't host Famu. Oh, that's correct. That's correct. They, they I forgot have a home that they game had against the Rattlers. Correct. I I apologize. I've already completely forgot about their uh, their week um, week zero game. Yeah. But uh, but yes, they will be playing at Boone on September the third. They will be playing at Georgia State in Atlanta on September the tenth. I am fascinated. My by my, my snark comment. That's almost like a neutral site game. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll have some folks there. Of course, they follow that up uh, September the 24th by hosting Notre Dame. So they'll 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 get their fans in there oh, yeah. for that one <laughs> in Chapel Hill. Uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about because that threw me so off that my just, I guess, uh, circling back around, looking at uh, good teams in the Sun Belt and, and who they would have to knock off to make a run. Marshall goes to Notre Dame. Um, that's obviously <laughs> going to be a, a big, big challenge there. Uh, Louisiana is going to be facing Florida State. That's another next-to-the-last-week-of-the-season game for them. And uh, South, Carol South Alabama, excuse me, with a long road trip all the way over to UCLA. Uh, and then Troy uh, opens the season at Ole Miss. So some interesting matchups. A couple you might view as winnable, a couple... Uh, we're going to pull up those spreads for whatever respective week it is and going to see the Sun Belt team as a considerable underdog. Considerable but, underdog. Yeah, but uh, there's always a surprise or two in college football every year. Maybe this year it could come from the Sun Belt. Again, uh, question of the day, what's your biggest, boldest prediction for the upcoming football season? Uh, switching gears and looking at, you know, this weekend coming up at Centennial Bank Stadium uh, with Arkansas State uh, bringing in, or excuse me, playing host to Grambling State. Um, 
the Tigers are probably one of the few teams in the nation that can hang with a state in, in terms of newcomers. Of course, with, uh, <laughs> with FCS roster sizes, you've got, you know, you've just got a smaller amount of players, of course, a smaller amount of players on scholarship, but the Tigers have somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 ish newcomers on their roster. So percentage wise, it's probably, that's yeah, about the same. It's probably about what a state has as well. Of course, they also have a first-year head coach uh, in Hugh Jackson, first year at Grambling State, of course. Obviously, he's not new-new, as he is a very seasoned coach in both the NFL and, and in college football, just experience for days. But but uh, trying to get a guesstimate on you know what this Grambling State team could look at is, is very difficult. You go back five or so years, and this was a, a really proud program. They had gone to back-to-back celebration bowls. Uh, they had built up some really good success. And then the past four years, that has really kind of petered out. And, of course, it ultimately led to them firing their head coach last year with a game left in the season and then playing that final game under an interim, which they did win. And then, of course, bringing in Hugh Jackson in, in the offseason. As mentioned, he's completely reset that roster with 50 newcomers. And uh, I was at least selfishly, I guess, pleased to see only two quarterbacks listed on the depth chart. Because <laughs> even even going back a couple weeks ago, uh, in reading some of their practice recaps, they were still throwing out like five guys to figure out what they were going to do at quarterback. But they end up going with a North Texas transfer, Amani Gilmore. Um, he's a redshirt freshman. I don't think he played any snaps while he was there at North Texas. Uh, but he was originally, you know, a UNT guy. But just like you're going to see from a lot of teams now, um, there's a lot of transfers all over this depth chart. On defense, they've got a guy from from South Al and uh, a player from, from Arkansas. They've got several uh, community college guys, you know, Blinn, Juco, Fort Scott, Riverside. Uh, on offense, you know, the, uh, the aforementioned Imani Gilmore there on at quarterback. They've got a wide receiver that they brought in from Utah. Uh, their center, uh, a rather large man at 6'5", 320, that they brought in from Kent State. So this is, uh, they're kind of, you know, you could, you could write a lot of similar stories for Grambling State and Arkansas State in the fact that in week one, both of these teams are going to be trying to figure out a little bit of, of what their identity is. And the thing with Grambling with, under Hugh Jackson how are they going to line up? Yeah. Are they going to run college offensive stuff, or is it going to be, you know, more of the NFL stuff that he ran as an NFL head coach? It does look like, you know, he's brought in a little bit of, of an NFL mindset behind the scenes in terms of game preparation and things like that to get his teams prepared and, and fine-tuned and, and all of that. But, um, yeah, everything in week one. Week one is always a surprise, but this year I think the <laughs> the surprise level is even a little bit higher. Yeah. Uh, and, and, again, that's from the opponent perspective and also from an A-State perspective as well. Uh, again, we'll learn more about A-State in about seven minutes when we're joined on the phone by head football coach Butch Jones. Yeah, I'm not expecting Grambling to come out in the air raid. No. I'm not expecting him to come out in the triple option, you know, because Hugh Jackson has yeah. not done that in the past. But the biggest difference between most college offenses and the NFL is the quarterback runs less. Mm-hmm. Unless they're Lamar Jackson. If they're Lamar Jackson, it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> you just let him do what he's going to do. Yeah, you know, let Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, 
let guys like like that do what they do. But most of the time, you want to make sure your quarterback's not taking hits in the NFL because if your quarterback takes it in that league, you wind up with another quarterback back there. Looking around to see if there's anything else here that necessarily jumps off the, the page on uh, on the depth chart. And nothing that really jumps out at me. The 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 right side of their offensive line is a little is a little undersized. Uh, so curious how A State might be able to take advantage of that. But really, you know, you look at week one for for A State, you're going to be a big favorite. Um, this was not a, a Grambling State team that was very cohesive last year on offense, and they've got a lot of questions there as well. But you know, I just want to see for the most part a clean, well played game. Obviously, no injuries. Uh, just no injuries, very few penalties, just a team that looks cohesive and, and ready to go. And, of course, we'll ask Butch coming up next what's on his checklist for week one as well. One other quick uh, note before we go to break here. have been doing, you know, roster watch in the NFL, uh, particularly with what's going on with Kirk Merritt and the Saints. And he was, he was waived yesterday by the Saints. And I thought surely, you know, he would land on a another team's 53-man roster. I thought somebody would pick him up. Well, uh, they did not. However, he is going to be back on that Saints practice squad. Or not back. He will be back with the Saints on the practice squad. So his NFL career is going to continue. Um, he'll get an opportunity at some point in time this season, just like he did last year with, with the Dolphins. There, there will be weeks where he will be active. And on those weeks, I will selfishly be thankful that I just get to watch the Saints and get to watch DeMario and <laughs> Kirk Merritt. So, Root for the Red Wolves. Not, not the worst thing in the world to have uh, multiple alums of your team on the same NFL team. Just makes, uh, makes flipping channels on a Sunday just a little bit, little bit easier. Yeah, and in this market, we get a lot of Saints games. Mm-hmm. So... So should be able to uh, to keep up with him. But, yeah, uh, again, not on the 53-man, but have already seen notes that, that he is going to be on that Saints practice squad. So uh, we will follow up on these conversations later. We need to take a break here. So when we come back, we're going to be joined on the Right Fiber Hotline by Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Hey, this is Angie Gallagher with United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. Are you looking for riverfront property? I have it. What about hunting land? I have that too. And if you want property to build a home on or even a getaway place in the country, I have that too. Whether buying or selling, I specialize in all types of properties in all of Northeast Arkansas. Let me put my 34 years of real estate experience to work for you. Call me, Angie Gallagher, at 870-219-5159. And be sure to check out my website at unitedcountryozarks.com. At Central Chevrolet Cadillac on Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro, it's time to upgrade your ride. Central has more new vehicles arriving every day, and with the largest selection of pre-owned vehicles in Northeast Arkansas, you're going to find exactly what you're looking for. And now through the end of the month, get a $1,000 gas card free with the purchase of any vehicle from Central Chevrolet Cadillac. You heard right, a $1,000 gas card free with any vehicle purchase. Central Chevrolet Cadillac on Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro and online at centralchevrolet.com. See dealer for 
for details. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. Farmers and Merchants Bank announces the lobby of our new branch in Jonesboro is now open. The drive-thru is an MVP center with live video tellers 7 to 7 weekdays and 9 till noon on Saturdays. So in addition to our beautiful bank on Highland, you can also visit our new branch at the corner of Southwest Drive and Parker. More MVPs, more ATMs, more me banking at Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC. Wheat and rice on the rise. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. September corn at 671 and a quarter, down eight and a half. With December corn at 668, down nine and a quarter. September soybeans at 1519, up six. With November soybeans at 1429, down three and a half. September wheat at 808 and a half, up 10 and a quarter. With December wheat at 832 and a quarter, up 12. October cotton at 11711, down 36. With December cotton at 11356, up 124. September rice at 1759, up 16. November rice at 1792, up 13. Moving on to livestock now, August live cattle at 144.25, up 175, with October live cattle at 142.65, down 117.5. September feeder cattle at 182.70, up 52.5, with October feeder cattle at 183.62.5, up 35. October lane hogs at 91.82.5, down 177.5. December lane hogs at 84.20, down 130. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Soil, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Soil Ship Enterprise to explore soil life, to boldly grow where cover crops have never grown before. Farmer's Log, soil date 31655.4. We've come across some strange but incredibly helpful life forms. We didn't have to travel far to find them, but these organisms have proven invaluable on our trip through the solar system. They help feed us by nourishing and protecting our crops. They've built our soil structure to make it more resilient to the harsh weather we encounter. Our sensors indicate they're even helping us store carbon that plants take out of the atmosphere and put it back into the soil. Guess you can say our living and life-giving soil is the best thing to cling on to. Um, sorry. <laughs> That's soil fleet humor. <laughs> Visit your local USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service office today and learn more about the basics and benefits of soil health. This message brought to you by USDA and this radio station. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara, Keith, and Cade with you on a Wednesday here in just a moment. We're going to be joined by Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones for our A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions. We take care of technology so you can take care of business. He'll give us a ring momentarily on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. It's just, I don't know about you. I start getting a little antsy about this time on a, on a game week. I know for me, it was, it was kind of very difficult to get, the, to get focused on the thought process this morning because all of a sudden the excitement level starts to just... It amps up. Yeah, it increases 
exponentially from day to day. So I know this morning putting together my to-do list and putting together the show notes, I was just, uh, I was, I was kind of continually getting sidetracked. I'd start, I'd start scribbling down a question for, for Butch and then I'd get distracted by some other link that I needed to look for. And then, Oh, I'm going to print out a Grambling state depth chart. And then, uh, then I needed to check on something for the pregame. It, it was just, it was, I'm in full on like squirrel mode. I, I don't even know which yeah. way is up, but now, believe me, I, I, I know the feeling paint the town red. We've got just order uh, of the pack. We've got just three days, of course, until the season kicks off. Uh, speaking of paint the town red, I think they've started uh, with the, the pep rallies and things like that. Had one of those at BPA yesterday, saw pictures of the band in there. And of course the kids are all amped up and, um, everybody excited to get those underway. Just that that remains it, that remains one of my favorite things about the opening week of the season. And I apologize because I, I should know the answer to this, and I cannot necessarily remember who originally got this started with the Jonesboro Chamber of Commerce. But Paint the Town Red week has turned into one of those things that has just provided like a a ton of dividends for not just A State athletics, but but A-State overall, because it's something that is still continually mentioned by incoming players and students. Because once you once you have all that signage and, and the mural or the whatever else up on your windows or up on your buildings... You keep it there. You keep it there. You keep it there all season. Sometimes you keep it there for multiple years, or sometimes you do a refresh ahead of the next season. But every time that goes... Uh, every time that's up there... It just seems like you see all these stories about commits that are like, oh, you know, as soon as we drove into town, we saw the A-State paintings and uh, the A-State signage and all of this other stuff. We and saw how. Yeah. It's always been pretty cool. One of my favorites, I actually w- was looking through earlier today at some of my my favorite uh, Paint the Town red signage um, things that have been in Jonesboro. There was a building downtown a business downtown i want to say it was rsi that used to do some really creative paint the town red week stuff not just the not just the regular hal or the regular a-state block logo or anything like that one of my favorites that they ever did was actually called game of goals and it was several years ago it was when it was when one of the last couple seasons of game of thrones was taking place that was a big thing yeah it was a huge thing Monoculture. Yes. Of course, they could bust that out. I guess again now for the whatever the dragon show is called. I'm not watching it. I don't I'm know. not. I, I didn't watch Game of Thrones because I read the first book, got to the end of the book, threw it across the room. <laughs> I was done. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, really excited to see every year what uh, what people continue to do in terms of just the creativity. Uh, the imagination, everything like that, uh, that uh, that goes into getting everything set up for Paint the Town Red Week. Of course, uh, the biggest reason for Paint the Town Red Week is the leadoff to the season. Season one getting underway Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium, Arkansas State hosting Grambling State. And here for a, a preview and just a catch-up, Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones is with us. Coach, how are you? I'm doing good, Kara. How are you? Hey, doing good. What's uh, what's on the to-do list today for A-State football? Well, I tell you what, there's a, a number of things. And, you know, it starts with another uh, great day of preparation and practice that we begin our meetings with special teams at 215. And, 
just continuing to try to find the, the nuances of grambling. As we all know, the first games are the games of the unknowns. So we're trying to do our due diligence and as much research as possible. But really, it becomes more about us. But, uh, you know, in today's world of college football, you know, with the transfer portal and all that, what you see on video is not the team that you're going to see on game day. And sure. they have a, a very, very uh, multifaceted dimensional quarterback that's a transfer from Syracuse and actually would have been their starting quarterback. Dynamic with the ball in his hands, can throw the football. You know, our defensive line coach um, obviously knows all about him, was at Syracuse with him. And then they have a, a big-time running back, a Maurice Washington, who – played a lot of football at the University of Nebraska, uh, sat out two years, so I know he's, uh, you know, can't wait to get back. And then they signed a transfer from the University of Utah, who I know a lot about. His name is Ryan Peppins. He's from Alabaster, Alabama. Um, very dynamic player. Reminds me a lot of Champ Fleming's. Uh, so, again, we're going to have to do a great job of really, you know, tackling. And that's the big thing when you look around the country. You know, it was turnovers. It was tackling and it was special teams in week zero. So we've really worked hard on that this week to date. One of the things that always gets the little paranoid guy who lives in the back of my head is, is when you have a new coach and a new staff at a program, you know, how, how much Hugh Jackson, of course, has got tremendous experience both in college and in the NFL. How much of the NFL stuff translates to the college level well a lot of it if you you look at us offensively in terms of our our base run game and our throw game it's all nfl concepts uh so you know we're very very similar if coach jackson comes in and if they run what what he's done in the nfl or you know he was the offensive coordinator at tennessee state last year so we've studied video that way too so there's a lot of similarities between the two offensively um, you know, it changes a little bit from college to, to the NFL with running the quarterback. But pretty much, uh, you know, offensively, I think we're very, very similar in terms of 11, you know, 11 personnel. That's a, that's a grouping and different formations that both teams do. But, you know, so you try to study, you know, we've gone back when he was a head coach and coordinator in the National Football League. And then obviously, like I just spoke about being at Tennessee State. And then, you know, you got to make sure we you got to go back and you got to study grambling from last year because you're also trying to get the skill set of the players. And then you go back to the new signees that they have. If they're transfer portal individuals, you go back to their previous school or you look at their high school video. So there's been a lot of preparation that has really gone into this game. And a lot of it is like you just said, because of a brand new coaching staff. We saw the depth chart uh, released on Monday. First thing that jumps out is Kevon Bennett listed there. At end. You said we'll see him at, at linebacker as well. What does his versatility allow you to do with this defense? Well, it does. It, it brings a lot from a schematic standpoint and the ability to match different personnel groupings when we play different teams that want to, you know, want to give you a multitude of formations and in. Uh, personnel set so that allows us to be able to stand him up put him in a three-point put him back at the second level as well so I think you know he really gained valuable experience in the spring and then a little bit in the training camp of playing at the linebacker position but you know also he's so dynamic uh, off the edge as well so I think it really allows us to kind of play off of his skill set I think the everything the other thing too is 
you know, what players are playing winning football on your team, what's the best 11 that give you the greatest opportunity to, to, to win football games. And I think, you know, where Kavan was and some things at their defensive line, I thought that gave us the best opportunity to win. On offense, the, the size of this offensive line just kind of leaps off the page. But what else is it about this unit that gives you the most optimism for 2022? Well, I think it's their competitive nature. Uh, you know, their approach every single day is completely night and day in terms of just from a culture standpoint, an expectation standpoint. And I think of a brotherhood standpoint, when you look at the offensive line, all five individuals have to play collectively as one. And so the communication, the time spent, more time off the field, understanding each other, the ability to communicate, not just verbally, but through body language, gestures, and kind of work together. But it's not just, you know, you're you're starting five, it's number six, it's number seven, it's number eight. So, again, I I find myself gravitating towards their meetings every single day. I, you know, I think Andy Kwan's done a remarkable job with these individuals. They've really, really kind of, uh, really uh, kind of gravitated towards him. But uh, we still have a long ways to go, but it's exciting. And then I look in there and I see the youth. It's the first time we've actually had young players to develop in the offensive line room. So it's exciting on Mondays to do some youth development, talking about youth development in terms of getting in the weight room and developing our future as well. So there's a lot of exciting things coming out of that offensive line room. Catching up with Butch Jones on the Right Fiber Hotline. You've stressed the need uh, for faster starts this year in in games. Have you seen that translate into maybe more of a, a sense of urgency here in the home stretch of, of practice? I have. We've started every uh, every practice off with a live kickoff or a kickoff return to simulate the start of a game. And you know, when it comes to special teams, you only get one opportunity. There are no do overs, so we've started practice that way. And then we jumped right into whether it's a scout team period or just a good-on-good period. We started that all the way in training camp. And, you know, we researched what a lot of teams do. And, you know, there's a number of things that that we did to start practice off, whether we call the best of seven where we put the ball in the three-yard line and practice all our two-point plays and competed. That's what Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers likes to do. So we did that. And this week we started fast with, with what we call our service periods where it's basically our ones versus twos, and we're running the opposite side of the ball's plays of our opponent. So we've really started to do that, but this is something that we've talked to our team since day one of training camp. How much advantage is it that you and most of your staff are in their second year? Well, I think it's, it's, it's big. It's all about familiarity. It's all about relationships. Um, you know, it's understanding each and every player, how you can motivate them, how do you get to them, how you can grow and develop them. I think the chemistry of a staff, it starts with character people, you know, but not just the staff, but our families. And, uh, you know, you look at this week being an in-season schedule. We've been in the office every morning at 7, and we've gone home at 10, 1030 every night. And this will go on throughout the course of the season. We won't have a day off at all until probably Thanksgiving. So, you know, you spend probably more time now with your football family than you do your immediate family. So I think to be surrounded by individuals that you like coming to work with, that you believe in, that all really are like-minded and pulling the same way and there's no hidden agendas, 
it's been great, and I'm excited about our staff. I think we have a great staff. We have a great group of people, and I think that's why you also see the team chemistry uh, coming together as a team, too, because I know that you know we're all in it together. And so it's great being around good people and good coaches and good teachers. Wrapping up our conversation with A-State head football coach Butch Jones, aside from the obvious, which is a big win on Saturday, I mean, what is, what is this main objective in week one? Well, I think it's being relentless competitors, and that's, you know, that's what I was talking to the staff about. Every great program I've been a part of, you know, you don't talk about winning or losing the game. You're talking about doing the things you need to do to win the game. And you talk about that process and the pride and preparation that goes into it. And that's part of teaching a program and teaching these players how to play winning football, the expectations. But, you know, for me, it's about being a relentless competitor, not letting the scoreboard dictate how you play one way or the other. And working to play your best football, I think for us, the ability to sustain is probably the most critical factor we have is, you know, can we play through extended drives of 11 and 12 play drives? Can we play hard for 60 minutes? You know, the discipline to execute that comes along with the assignments. We're going to know more exactly about this football team, obviously, at the conclusion of the Grambling game and what we need to do to get better because, in college football, there are no do-overs. There's no preseason games. But I'm excited to see these kids go out and compete because I know they've worked exceptionally hard, and I know they're looking forward to that opportunity Saturday night. And I imagine you're excited to see these guys be able to get there, get out there in front of these fans as well. Oh, I tell you what, just the whole environment this week with Paint the Town Red and just being able to get Centennial Bank Stadium and – you know, I really hope that, that our fans will come out and support this football team. And it's all about creating a home field advantage. You, know, you have Grambling coming in, a very storied football program. We all know about their band. Their band is coming. And we can't allow them to take over our home turf. And so, you know, the in-game entertainment, um, the way we play, the tailgating, the, the crowd, the atmosphere, the home field advantage, we need to start creating that type of environment home field advantage in Centennial Bank Stadium. And so I'm excited to see the crowd turn out, see all our great fans turn out. So it should be a great uh, evening Saturday at 6. Well, we will see you then. Coach, we appreciate the time today. As always, thanks again and wolves up. Thanks, Coach. Again, Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones. They're with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. Our chat brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. We take care of technology so you can take care of business. A few different things uh, to take away from that conversation. We'll follow up on it when we t- return from a break. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. When it comes to the NFL draft, everybody likes to pretend they're an expert. Every year, we hear fans criticizing team selections, but yesterday, cutdown day was a friendly reminder of how unpredictable the draft can be. Back in 2018, UCLA quarterback Josh Rosen looked like a a pro-ready prospect. He was replaced after just one year in Arizona with Kyler Murray and was cut by the Cleveland Browns yesterday. 2021, the Raiders selected Alabama tackle Alex Leatherwood. At the time, many people believed taking the tackle at 17 was a reach, but he was still a highly rated prospect. Leatherwood was cut yesterday. Making the transition from college to the pros has never been easy. Players fail to mirror their success in college all the time. But every year, we still hear fans criticizing and celebrating selections 
decisions, the reality is nobody really has any idea how these careers will shape out. And yesterday's cutdown day was that not-so-subtle reminder of exactly that. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Callaway's new Rogue ST Fairway Woods aren't just their longest ever. They're up to 10 yards longer. And now this game-changing distance comes in three models. Rogue ST Max, that fits most players because of the neutral ball flight. Then there's the Max D, engineered for a high launch and if you draw the ball. Finally, for better players, Max LS is Callaway's lowest spinning with neutral ball flight in a compact shape. Find your Rogue ST fairway at CallawayGolf.com slash go rogue. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums, and worse, how the rewards flat out expire. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. That's amazing. And now that we've talked about that, let's get back to, you know, the stuff we talk about here on the show. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. That's discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. Play it again. Sports wants to pay you money. <laughs> Now that I have your attention. Planning in Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Planning in Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Planning in Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Planning in Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. So if you're ready to lose some weight and you're tired of choking down bars and shakes or trying to starve yourself or going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total health in Jonesboro. Y'all Elite Total Health is working for so many and so far they've helped patients lose over 2,600 pounds and counting. At Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey will be medically assisted and supervised by a team that's going to customize a plan to fit you and your goals. They have multiple weight loss medication options, including Fentermine. So there's no longer a need to drive hours away to get the medicine that can help you lose weight. So most current patients have lost double digits in their first 30 days, with many losing as much as 15, 16, or 17 pounds in only 30 days. You can schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6 and 8 until 1 on Saturday. Call 870-206-8250. Go see him at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. This is John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekalemotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, Exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors. We are professional grade. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Cade with you. I want to say thank you again to A-State head football coach Butch Jones, who joined us in the previous segment. Of course, we'll have some audio up for you later today at 953theticket.com. You can also... Hear more from Coach Jones tonight at Live with the Red Wolves again, seven o'clock. Lost Pizza Southwest Drive. I do have I do have one little one little beef with with Butch's interview. Oh, 
if you're still listening, Coach, which I know you're not because you have significantly more important he's, things he's, to do. He's got stuff to do. But if, if you are, just remember that when you talk about Mike Tomlin, it's not just Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin. It's Pittsburgh Steelers head coach and former Arkansas State assistant coach Mike, Mike Tomlin. Tomlin. Just got to just gotta throw that in there. Always got to throw out a nod to home if you can find yep. a way to work it in. And, of course, uh, with Mike Tomlin, it's been in a couple seasons in Jonesboro. Why not? Why not? Why never pass up an opportunity to mention that. Big Mike Tomlin fan, by the way. Amazing coach. Kavanaughcars.com question today. What is your biggest, boldest prediction for the upcoming football season? Of course, not just A-State. I mean, all across college football. And Mr. A definitely gives us big and bold with his answer on Twitter. As he says, his prediction is that due to a fluke in paperwork, it is discovered that Johnny Football has one more year of eligibility. He comes back and wins the national championship with Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) I would like what he is having today. No, I I mean, is he going to play defense? It was the Hawaii defense that gave up 60-plus points. That was the issue for week zero. That was a struggle right there. Keith, do you have a, a prediction to throw out there? Uh, it It's not a bold prediction that Texas will disappoint. <laughs> that, so that's not it. I no, have, that's, unfortunately, that's, that's not it. That's, that's not, not it. it. I'm sorry. Uh, it's not really a big, bold prediction that my alma mater, Mizzou, will whip up on one of my least favorite teams on the planet, Louisiana Tech, tomorrow night. 19.5-point favorite, yes. Yeah, so that's that's not bold. Let's see. You got the prediction part. You got the back half of the question down. Yeah, I the got prediction, the prediction. Part. That's really big and bold. I will finally this year learn to pronounce the last name of Clemson's quarterback. Okay. Eula. Ugalale. Something like that. It's Ugalale. I have no idea. Always, my, my <laughs> I thought issue, it was, I don't know. I'm not even going to try. My <laughs> issue with his name, and I think I just butchered it, but my issue with his, with his name is that I always try and put an extra syllable in there. Uigalalale. Ooh-ee-ooh-ah-ah. I start singing yeah. The Witch Doctor every time I see that poor kid's name. <laughs> just... No, it's Uigalalale. Uigalale. I always try and throw an extra law in there. Uigalale. 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 I always, I always say, I always unfortunately say Uigalale. I'd, I'd screw it up. Uigalale. Uigalale. Yeah. It took me five. Say, well, there you go. You it, it took me five minutes to learn Aguabonado's pronunciation when she played for Arkansas State's Red Wolves women's basketball team. So, I've been uh, again. I, I've been looking over some of these. Uh, these Sunbelt depth charts, and I will tell you that I think so far, maybe James Madison is the most adventurous on the pronunciation. Of course, uh, we had a good intro to that on Sunbelt Media Day as they were represented by Isaac Ukwu and Percy Ajay Obase. Okay. I don't think I said that right, but that's... You wind up with some folks that have antecedents in Central Europe that have too many consonants, and then you wind up with guys like that that have too many vowels. <laughs> Always one of the other. One or the other. 
Got to work through it. Then you end up with a ULM head coach in a different sport whose last name is spelled Richard and pronounced Richard. Richard. So you just never know to begin with. But <laughs> Keith. That makes perfect sense to me, but then I saw Henri Richard play hockey. So. Thanks for hanging See out. See you with tomorrow. Us. Hey, uh, we'll be back right after this break. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. This is Willow's Walton, your Wednesday ticket radio network sports update for Anthony Plans and Tire Service. Attention members and guests, it's time to gather at Lost Pizza Company on Southwest Drive for the season premiere of Live of the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment. Head football coach Butch Jones and a player guest will talk A-State Gridiron tonight from 7 until 8 o'clock. If you can't make it in person, tune in to 107.9 K-Fine in the EV Red Wolves Sports Network. In baseball, Tommy Edmonds lead off over in the third, gave the Cardinals the lead. Cincinnati scored four in the bottom of the third, and that's all they really needed in a 5-1 win in game two of the series in Cincinnati. Dakota Hudson took the loss, giving up all five runs on nine hits in four and two-thirds innings. Series finale this evening at 4.45 pregame, 5.40 first pitch on 95-9. The Wolf, the Cardinals, sending Jose Quintana to the mound against the Reds. Mike Miner and Jack Flaherty makes his final minor league rehab start tonight for the Springfield Cardinals as they host Wichita at Hammonds Field with the first pitch at 6.35. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Plans and Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Evolve Bank and Trust has a special offer for you, Jonesboro. For a limited time only, open a new CD with Evolve and receive an annual percentage yield of 1.50% for 13 months. Only available for new funds to evolve in the Jonesboro market. Restrictions apply. For more information, call Evolve's Jonesboro Banking Center at 870-933-2480. That's 870-933-2480. Open a CD today with Evolve and get an AP of 1.50% for 13 months. Minimum deposit $25,000. Offer available until September 29th for new funds only. Penalties apply for early withdrawal. Rates and offers subject to change. Evolve Bank and Trust now offering an APY of 1.50% on new CDs for 13 months. Call Evolve for more information at 870-933-2480. That's 870-933-2480. Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC equal housing lender. Don't let your credit stop you from getting your next vehicle. Drive your deal to the max at the dealer financing you, AutoMax of Jonesboro. Hi folks, Craig Stone here. If you need to upgrade your ride, don't worry about your past. Come to AutoMax. At AutoMax, we have financing to fit your budget with affordable monthly payments and low down payments. Whether you've had previous bankruptcies, repossessions, or even foreclosure, AutoMax has financing for you. So when the other guys tell you no, turn into AutoMax, where it is our goal to get everyone approved. And at AutoMax, you can buy with peace of mind in knowing that every vehicle sold in-house comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile powertrain warranty. And as always, AutoMax is giving top dollar for trades, running or not. So push them, pull them, just bring your clunker to AutoMax and drive away in style. So what are you waiting for? Stop by AutoMax today at 3612 Stadium Boulevard. Give us a call at 870-934-9200 or speed up your approval by applying online at AutoMaxJonesboro.com. And hey, we buy cars too, even if you don't buy ours. So if you're looking to buy new, Give us a chance to buy yours and ensure you get the most out of your training. Automax, financing you. You've got a lot of plans on your summer bucket list this year, but yard work doesn't have to be one of them. Call the professionals at J&K Lawn and Tree Service today. You want your yard to be the best looking one on the block, but you also want to enjoy all the summer fun with friends and family. 
Don't waste your precious time or hire someone whose work is just okay. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service at 897-1329. That's 897-1329. Don't settle for okay when you can have J&K this summer. It's a mix and match special now at all Jonesboro area Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $5.99 each for carryout or $6.99 each for delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta in a tin, Domino's stuffed cheesy bread, salad, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole gang. The mix and match special with any two for only $5.99 each for carryout or $6.99 each for delivery. Only at your Jonesboro area Domino's Pizza locations. This is KNE. A K two three seven FI ninety five three and K two four five CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We are halfway through a Wednesday. That means we're halfway through the week here on the Workday Red Zone. Not that I'm trying to wish my life away, but I swear the last week of the preseason just drags just a little bit longer (laughs) than all of the weeks before it. Because you're so close to the finish line. It's like you you can taste it, but you're not quite, not quite there yet. Uh, What do we got going on today? We've been talking a little bit about this upcoming college football season and asking you for your biggest, boldest prediction for the upcoming years. We welcome you back in to the Workday Red Zone. Kara Ritchie and Kate Carlton with you. Our phone lines are going to be open this hour at 9303776 on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check and see if it is available in your neighborhood by heading to Right Fiber. Dot com. I am looking around and and trying to, you know, challenge my myself to to think of something because a lot of times I'll throw out a question of the day that I I have my answer to well in advance. And today I'm kind of honestly just just still working through it. Um, unfortunately, one of the things that that disappoints me a little bit about college football is the fact that it it does seem kind of predestined a little bit more and more lately in the sense that at the beginning of the season every year really and truthfully there's only about six or seven teams that could honestly legitimately compete for a national title everybody else is just out there for funsies um it's just really gotten limiting in that way and that is unfortunate now that being said I still love the sport. I love the the week-to-week games, both from what I see from my team and then just being able to be an in-general college football fan. So it's not like I'm not going to enjoy the season. It's not like I'm not going to have a lot of fun along the way. But I do wish, you know, there are some sports where a team can come literally out of nowhere and win a natty or at least compete for it. You know, you can have a Cinderella run in March Madness. You can have a team... In college baseball, that gets hot at the end of the season and, and does something dramatic. We we don't see that in, in college football. There is about a 0% chance that a team that is not a preseason top 10 team is going to be the one left standing at the end. But, again, could this be a year that surprises? Of course. You know, college football, as rosters continue to, to 
change significantly from now on, it could, you never know. Something different could happen. Not different, though. A regular phone call from Red Wolf Mark. What are you doing? I'm doing good. I am doing great. Great. I'm ready to watch my Red Wolf play. Yep, Saturday. Coming up. Yep. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say go to on my red wolves. I'm gonna say go Butch Jones. I'm gonna say go to uh, go let's go Cade. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, let's go. I know I know Will will be in the studio later. I'm gonna say go Will. Okay. Yeah, and I'm gonna say go to all the high school teams. Yeah, and I know what Cade's gonna be asking me Friday or Saturday, uh, Thursday. What, what's the team's gonna get beat like? Friday. Yeah, Friday. You'll be asking me that. So, and I'll be ready to rock and roll. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. you've already got your game face on. Yeah, I got my game face on, and I'm and I got my red wolf. I'll be wearing my red wolf colors. Yeah. Alrighty, and take the town red. Okay, let's do Alrighty. it. Alrighty. All right. Thank you. I wonder if Red Wolf Mark already has his his game day outfit picked out. I mean, no, no judgment. I. I mean, I have my game day outfit picked. I know what I'm going to wear. It's a big day. I can't say the same. Well. Probably whatever the first thing I see in my closet that has an A-State logo <laughs> on it. That's usually how it goes. Yeah, just made, just made, don't overthink it. Don't overthink yeah. It. And uh, apologies here. Who's with us on the phone? Hey, what's up, Kara? Hey, what's up? How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself, ma'am? Hey, doing good. Thanks for the phone call, Chuck. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, Kate, I figured you'd be wearing something on this Saturday. Uh no, the I I'll watch probably the first half of that game and that'll be about it. Oh really? Who do I got? Troy. Oh yeah, it'd be over the first half. I really think so. Karen, as far as your question of the day, man, I'm gonna tell you Georgia's not gonna make the playoffs this year. Okay. I mean. They lost a lot on defense, and that defense is actually what won that game for them. Stetson Benton didn't thought he did, but now they, he, they won't make it. So that's my bold prediction of the year. Okay. Uh, and as far as uh, of the mid-majors making the uh, – I guess all the top six bowls, uh, BPS bowls, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think UCF with Gus, dude. Okay. I mean, you know, he's been down there a year. Uh, he's gotten some of his players in now. They had a pretty good uh, transport transfer. You know, I mean, I think he'll be he'll he'll be there this year out of the ACC. Okay. Can you do you really think until they leave the AAC, can you see anybody other than the AAC putting somebody into the uh, whatever them bowls are called? I can just because it. I mean, ultimately, you just have to one. You have to have the right setup of of games on your schedule. And so, you have to beat your Power 5 opponent. So, it, it honestly just depends on how your schedule breaks down as much as it depends on what conference that you're in. Yes, the AAC is the strongest conference in the group of five this year. But, 
you know, it, a you know, a, an, an undefeated any other league team should still get precedence over a one-loss AAC team. Maybe not a team out of Conference USA, but who knows? It, it just totally depends on the schedules. Okay. Because, I mean, after this year, they go to the, the Big 12, them, Houston, Cincinnati, right? And BYU, correct? I think so. Is it after this year? Mm, or is yes. it next year? I say I thought they joined the twenty twenty three. I think I think you're right. I think there is gonna be there's set to be what, two seasons where the Big Twelve is gonna be fourteen teams. Yeah, something like that. That's what I thought. I, I'm thinking I may be yeah. wrong. But they said today uh, with the renegotiating the TV deal, it could mean for an early exit for Oklahoma and Texas. So we'll see. Okay, so it's just it's still there's a lot of moving yeah. parts. Right. Karen, my question for you, I've read, you know, on several places that there's going to be a big or Super 3 conference instead of the Super or the Big 5. Mm-hmm. What conference do you think could survive? I I feel like, I mean, if it's a big three, you're going to have, it's just going to be the, the Big Ten and the SEC and some kind of weird named West and Midwest conference. You're going to have the remnants of, of the Pac-12 and the Big 12 you're going to have the Big Ten take a couple of the northern teams out of the ACC. You're going to have the SEC take some of the southern teams out of the, the ACC. And then that's going to be it, I think. If we're if we're talking about three conferences, that's the path I could see that going. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. You know, could you see the Big Ten and the SEC kicking some of the the bottom feeders out? I don't. I really don't. So you think Rutgers, Maryland? We know Vandy is because if I'm not mistaken, they're a founding member of the SEC. Yeah. So yeah. I figured that would save them. Yeah, you know? I, I think that, you know, those those programs that you specifically just mentioned got really, really lucky when they decided to hitch their wagon uh, several years prior to, to that particular horse, and it's it's going to benefit them a lot. I, I can't I can't wrap my head around what the process is in booting a team out of a league if that team is not willingly joining another conference. Okay, so I'm just wondering because you know everybody out of the Big Twelve, the ACC, the uh, Pac-12, is you know they're already in Power Five, but they're yeah. not going to end up somewhere in a Power Five or a Power Three, whatever Super Three, whatever you want to call. It. You know, so I just wondering if it's the realignment would get rid of some of the, you know, like the Rockers, the Indianas, the Vandies. Uh, I really don't know a whole lot about the SEC who are bottom trailers there, you know. Not Vandy, maybe Mizzou. Yeah. Yeah, you know. But would kick some of them out for some of the top, you know, the better of the three conferences that are exploding, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean, but again, I, I have – we've just never seen that happen. We see teams change leagues all the time, but it's because they are they are willingly leaving on their own and, and joining a, a – you know, what they feel like is a better situation. I, I have no idea 
where the process would even start in terms of a league being like, you know what, uh, we don't want you around anymore. So, pe- peace out. Deuces. Right. Well, Kara, I mean, it's game week. It's time to get excited. We're three days away. It's the greatest day, uh, week of the year. Y'all have a great day. Go Buckeyes and go Red Wolf. Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate the phone call. You too. Uh, let's stay on the phones here and check in with David on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you? Hey, Kara, I'm doing good. Have you heard any updates or interviewed anybody about the tailgate situation up at ASU? I have not. I'll be completely honest with you, David. I am overwhelmed right now. So just doing a show and trying to get ready for week one of the season is is about all I can can handle. Well, I was a little concerned. You know, they've changed it. It it seems to me like they're making it more difficult to go out there and tailgate. Uh, Usually under those trees by the pavilion, you could just go out there and just claim a spot. I called the other day. They said they'd go out there and paint a 10-by-10 spot for 275 for the season. And, of course, most people use more than 10-by-10. And uh, I'm just afraid, you know, tailgate was real good out there about four years ago before COVID. Sure. And it kind of went away because of COVID. And then, of course, last year we had all the weeknight games and not many people tailgate on weeknight Mm -hmm. games. And I was hoping it would recover and be back like it was four years ago. But I'm afraid some people are just going to just decide not to go out there and spend the day out there. Yeah, I'd... I am a little bit, I share your concern in what the level of festivities and what the the crowd will be like pregame. Because it should be, you know, especially for game one, you know, in theory, it should be a great all-day celebration. You should have a ton of people out there for the Red Wolf walk and and getting ready for the game. And I'm I'm with you on the concern level, David. I really am. Well, it's just, you know, you go out there and spend a thousand bucks on a couple of tickets and then all of a sudden they want. 500 more dollars to go out there and set your own tent up and uh it just you know everybody's going to come to a point where they're just enough is enough you can only spend so much money out there and and i just hope they're doing everything they can to get people to come out there and i'm afraid that it's kind of going to turn people away yeah yeah, I, I can't i can't elaborate too much i just okay. there is there well, is I, just, I didn't know if you'd talk to any of them no again i i apologize that i don't have an i I think i've told you this week that i would check in on that or i'd check in on the beer garden and check in on some other things and i apologize i've just not i've not been able to do it all right well i hope they have a big crowd have you heard anything on ticket sales or season ticket sales or anything out there no i have not i have not uh it's just been it's just been such a weird year you know, you've got a completely, not a completely new, you know, athletic cabinet or whatever you want to call it, but you've got new leadership. You've got, you do have new leadership at the Red Wolves Foundation. You've got several other new things like that as well. And, and partly, you know, I haven't had a chance to interact with some of those people yet. And then additionally, you, you're throwing a lot of people into the fire and just hoping for the best for week one. Well, how, how long do you think we need to give Bobo before we call him and ask him? I just do it today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just start All harassing right. him immediately. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, David. Appreciate you listening today. Uh, we're uh, well. We're ready for a break. Let's go ahead and take one. Want to come back and uh, we'll dive into some Cardinal talk. Last night was well. It was fairly unforgettable, but we're going to talk about it anyways. That's on the way next here on the ticket.
the only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. They are our unsung heroes. They're there for us whenever and wherever they're needed with no questions asked. They are our first responders. And Honda of Jonesboro wants to say thank you. Honda of Jonesboro is providing a free lunch to all of our first responders Friday, September the 9th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. All first responders are invited to come by for a free catfish dinner from Eat My Catfish. That's at Honda of Jonesboro, 3003 East Parker Road, Friday, September the 9th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Hey, y'all, this is Matthew Cox with Cox Implement, your home for bad boy Ferris, Altos, and Xmark, four proven industry leaders in the zero-turn mowers. Check out our dependable, hardworking, up-for-any-job-you-need-to-tackle tractor lines from Massey Ferguson Bad Boy. From Echo Power Tools to premium implements from Woods and Bad Boy and locally made MEB trailers, Cox Implement has you covered from top to bottom with three locations to better serve you in Hoxie, Highland, and Jonesboro. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol. And they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them downtown or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 pizza on Ray Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragol. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragold and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood. Grilling season is here, and Gazaway Ace is your outdoor cooking headquarters with name brands like Traeger, Weber, The Big Green Egg, and Blackstone. Get free assembly and free delivery now at Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragold. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. It's hot, so show your pet some extra love and take them to High Standards Grooming. High Standards will find the perfect cut for your pet. Grooming is available for all dogs, and they specialize in doodles and poodles. Your pet will be groomed cage-free, force-free, and muzzle-free to make sure they love coming back. High Standards offers express grooming, and they accommodate Spanish-speaking clients. High Standards Grooming, right past Sage Meadows, inside of Bonesboro Dog Daycare and Boarding. Call 501-547-4613, or find them on Facebook. Just search High Standards. Jonesboro. Bear, 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 bear. This is Keith Baird from Baird Auto Group. Those are not fireworks going off, just great deals. Going on now during our Labor Day sales event at Baird. Baird has hundreds of Baird pre-owned certified vehicles in stock and waiting for you. Save big, save smart, save thousands at Baird. Interest rates are on the rise, so take advantage of low rates at Baird. Baird has banks with millions of dollars secured just for your next car loan. Good credit, bad credit, no credit, no problem. Baird will work hard to get you the best rate and terms. Hurry into Baird today and save thousands on a Baird certified pre-owned vehicle. Pay it starting as low as $2.99 a month. Bring your trade to Baird. Baird will buy your trade even if you don't buy ours. Take the short drive to save thousands at a Baird location near you or check the low prices online at buybeard.com. Don't get a bad deal. Get a bad deal. Because why pay more? See you for details. Saving service, great selection too. Baird does it all for you. If we continue to consume our natural resources at the rate we do now, by 2050, it could take three Earths to meet our needs. The Earth can't speak up when it needs help, but we can. Be the voice for those who have no voice. Visit worldwildlife.org. What if you went to your secret hiding place and found just a phone number, 1-800-662-HELP? 
Before drugs take their toll on you and your family, make the call. For help with drug use, call 1-800-662-HELP for free and confidential information and treatment referral, or go to samhsa.gov slash know the risks. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. We welcome you back into the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate hanging out. 930-3776, the number on the Right Fiber Hotline. What is your biggest, boldest prediction for the upcoming college football season? Last year was kind of an interesting year in terms of uh, individual personnel. I'm trying to remember some of the players this time last year that everybody had hyped up for, for like the Heisman. And also for NIL. You go back to this time last year, and that was what was dominating a lot of the conversations. Oh, this starting quarterback at this high-profile institution just got this contract, and this guy was going to be a spokesperson for this, and this guy was recording commercials for this, and a a lot of those were duds, uh, to be honest with you. Some of the more talked-about players that signed some of the more high-profile NIL deals ended up having years that were not great, and so you kind of wonder if if businesses now are a little bit more hesitant to hitch their wagon to a college football star, or even if, you know, they're, they're taking advantage of more, um, not necessarily high profile guys, but guys that are more of a fit for their business. And what I mean by that is, you know, a guy like the coldest Crawford, uh, being a yeah. spokesperson for an air conditioning company. Uh, coldest Crawford is, is certainly not going to be the most high profile player at, at, Nebraska, in fact, he's already had an injury that's going to put him out for the season. But because he's got such a unique name, he's still going to be a great tie-in uh, with that air conditioning company, whether he's able to, to get out there soon or later or even very minimally in, in his career. That's still a very unique one. But uh, not as much of a conversation surrounding NIL this year as we saw last year, which, of course, last year was new. So you get it. But, and of course, those deals are still happening. Just uh, don't seem as, as talked about now as we've been through it for a season. Prior to the break, I told you we would talk about the Cardinals, and so far I'm a liar. Uh, but uh, we might as well check in on how last night went in Cincinnati. Spoiler alert, not good. If by some chance you were not watching or uh, or not keeping tabs on it. Uh, but it was, just, it was just a forgettable night for multiple reasons. Uh, when your offense goes out and is only able to muster four hits, very rarely do good things happen for your team, and, and that was the case. Again, a 5-1 to one setback. The big thing that a lot of people were watching, myself included last night, was, uh, was the start of Dakota Hudson. Of course, you go back to his previous start before last night, and he had had a, a good outing. He turned in a quality start. Um, he, he went seven innings and only walked a couple of batters and seemed like he was just a little bit more focused, more precise, did not have to deal with that never ending issue of, of insane numbers of base runners that, that he had in previous starts. And last night was a regression. Uh, he was just in a lot of trouble for a lot of the night. He did only one walk, one batter, but, but nine hits in four and two thirds innings is a lot. It is impossible to keep runners to keep runs off the scoreboard when he did that. And, of course, he did not. Uh, five runs, all of them earned in his outing. So, I don't know what the future looks like for Dakota Hudson, but it does not look like the future is going to involve him in the starting rotation. Uh, you did have Jake Woodford come in and pitch very well in, in mop-up duty. He pitched 
three and a third, two hits, didn't walk anybody, struck out a couple. So he was, he looked more than capable in that role. So the Cardinals are going to have an interesting situation coming up soon because Jack Flaherty is about ready to rejoin this rotation. Uh, Jake Woodford has pitched like he deserves to be a part of it. Ollie Marmol has discussed going to a six-man rotation down the stretch. And we'll have to see what that looks like uh, with with these guys because, unfortunately, Dakota Hudson is just, despite some, some good moments throughout the season, he is just on a consistent basis kind of failed to get it done. Uh, TBD, what his role will look like moving forward. Uh, notes on the box score from last night. You know, it was Tommy Edmond was the one guy that came up big as, as his one hit was a home run. But uh, you really don't get to talk a lot about offense when your team only picks up four hits. I do kind of wonder, I don't want to say, you know, what's going on with Paul Goldschmidt. But he's had such a remarkable year that we don't, we just have not seen very lengthy stretches of him failing to get on base. So all of a sudden him going over his last seven, which is again for, for everybody else in baseball right now, that's not that big of a deal. Sometimes it happens, but for a guy who's having the season that Goldie is, you're kind of like, all right, is something, is something wrong? Is he not feeling well? Is it, you know, what's, what's the issue here? Um, and, and I'm, I'm being a little bit overdramatic because again, the, the guy is still absolutely insane this season, but uh, I do wonder if tonight possibly he can heat things back up because the Cardinals are slated to face Mike Miner. Uh, tonight's game at 540, by the way, on 95.9 The Wolf. And this is a guy that he is just, I mean, he has destroyed Miner in his career. Uh, in fact, to the tune of, let me double check on these numbers for Goldie. In 15 plate appearances, He's batting 571 <laughs> against Miner, and he has three home runs off of him. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Eight, eight for 15, uh, a 600 on base percentage, a slugging percent. I mean, his his OPS against Miner is like 1.86. That's <laughs> that's kind of nuts. So if if there has been you know something minimal that has been ailing Goldie over these past couple of games, then maybe tonight is the night where he kind of uh, snaps out of that. And again, I, I, there's not there's not really significant cause for concern with, with Paul Goldschmidt. It's just the fact that he has been so, so, so good this season that when you see an 0 for 7 stretch, it kind of it kind of jumps out at you just, just a little bit. Um, Jose Quintana is going to be pitching for St. Louis. And this is going to be what his fourth or fifth start uh, with the Cardinals. And the last one actually kind of had a little bit of a hiccup there with the Braves. Prior to that, uh, didn't last very long with, with Arizona either. But I, I look for him to bounce back uh, tonight. In fact, for whatever reason, I don't know what the deal is. You know, some some guys just have people who seem like they own them for better lack of, of weighing, uh, better lack of, of a way to say it. And Kitana's kind of owned by the Braves. It has been throughout his career, has been no matter who he's been pitching for. But uh, again, that was that was last time out. So you turned the page, you faced the Reds in this one. And uh, just a good opportunity here for the Cardinals to, to take two out of three against a team that is not good. 
and uh, and continue to keep their spot, keep their hold atop the NL Central. I I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud because I'm a huge believer in jinxes, and there's still a month and a couple of series left in the season. I just feel like the NL Central race is over. I, I feel like, and that's not because I think the Cardinals are going to go on this unbelievable tear. I feel like the Brewers traded their way out of a race for the NL Central title. I, I just still cannot wrap my head around that hater trade and how it went so unbelievably wrong for both parties. Again, you, you don't see many trades that are lose-lose. And that's what happened with the Brewers and the Padres for Hater. And we've gone over Hater's numbers and why he struggled there. And and the Brewers, of course, have not been good since the trade deadline. It is just it is just kind of mystifying. Uh, but as of today, the Cardinals continuing to maintain a six-game lead over Milwaukee in the NL Central again. I'm, I really hope I didn't jinx this team. The, the Brewers are in action today as they're taking on the Padres. Or not the Padres, excuse me, wrong P team. The Pirates. Uh, battling with the Pirates today. Uh, Pirates beat them last night. So, yeah, the Cardinals lost, and they lost to the Reds, and, and that's not a good loss. But the Brewers, at the same time, were out losing to the Pirates. So both teams, Cardinals and Brewers, that are vying for that NL Central title are uh, playing in a rubber game today. So, uh, yes, Pittsburgh-Milwaukee already underway. Milwaukee has a runner on. With one out at the bottom of the first. So we'll throw some score updates at you as that one develops. And of course the Cardinals not back at it until uh, later tonight at 540. I do love those Cincinnati start times. <laughs> start early, get over early. Uh, when, that, when it's 830 and the game is already done. It's uh, it's it's not the worst thing in the world for, for an old person like myself. Um, I do... Uh, I do like it. Uh, by the way, if you want to get uh, into some in-depth numbers... I'm not going to to dive into him because sitting here and reading stats off a page is just flat out not not good radio. But uh, Fangraphs has a really good write-up today on Lars Newtbar. Uh, quote, Lars Newtbar is for real is the name of the article by Ben Clemens. But they take a much more in-depth look at his numbers, what he's been able to do this year, and why he's been successful. Because, of course, a story like Newtbar's is one that we've seen quite a bit in the Cardinals organization where a guy is kind of like, anonymous in the minor leagues and um, is never really in the the top prospect rankings or things like that and then all of a sudden he gets to the majors and excels Um, heck we saw that with we've seen that with his teammate Tommy Edmond like so many of the guys that the Cardinals have had that that do a lot of heavy lifting during the season are never the guys that were the top prospects and we're seeing that with Newt Barr Uh, but uh, again this article on fangraphs.com takes a much more in-depth look at at why um, Newbar is is being successful, and it's not just Cardinals devil magic. Although I am a fan of the article because they do actually use the words devil magic in the first paragraph. So that got my attention. But uh, fangraphs.com is where you can find that. Really, I just thought when Lars Newbar was drafted that we were always going to just talk about him because his name was Lars Newbar. But <laughs> it's a unique name. Turns out he can hit the ball, too, which I guess has been nice. So, fun times for everybody. Let's hit pause here. We'll have the phone lines open during the break at 9303776. And we'll be back right after this on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. 
The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's car wash or call 870-934-1907 farmers harvest will be here before you know it and pico foods is ready to buy your new crop corn and milo before you book call pico a fourth generation family-owned business and the eighth largest poultry producer in the u.s pico foods buys direct from local producers at always competitive prices pico believes in supporting their own agricultural community and right now they're buying new crop corn and milo call today in arkansas missouri call david durham or james chester 870-202-7101 in alabama and mississippi call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Hello, this is Angie Gallagher at United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. I have some great recreational properties for sale right now in the hills of Randolph, Lawrence, and Sharp Counties. Whether you are looking for 5 acres or 80 acres, we have some great properties available. Some even have owner financing. So don't wait. Call me today at 870-219-5159. And you can also check them out on my website at unitedcountryozarks.com. So you know that Mr. T's is the place for the coldest beer at the best prices. So as summer winds down, it's time for you to make the drive to Mr. T's. Because right now, Bud, Bud Light, and Miller Light 30-packs are just $20.95. So whether it's one final trip to the river or the lake, getting ready for tailgate season, or just restocking the fridge, head across those Kahlua-colored waters to Mr. T's at Riverside or Mr. T's Express in the Curve at Red Onion. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Shop local for your home and do your part to help as Gamble gives back. Now at Gamble Home. Gamble Home is currently helping kids in our area by collecting new backpacks, school supplies, and shoes. And your gift can turn into savings when you shop at Gamble Home. You can also earn a $200 gas card on qualifying mattress purchases. And Gamble is also letting you trade in your old recliner for a new one and save up to $100. Help Gamble give back and save right now at any Gamble Home location. Shop at the Farville Curve or take it home today from GH Express Uptown on Highland in Jonesboro. Anywhere, anytime, any season, Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades Zoysia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tifway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and at PoinsettTurfGrass.com. Hi, this is Davey Carter. At Centennial Bank, our focus remains on our customers. We know how special it is to be part of the Northeast Arkansas community, and that includes our special relationship with Arkansas State University. From our on-campus banking center to Centennial Bank Stadium, our commitment has never been stronger. Some things never change. And football season is here, and hard-charging Butch Jones is here. So come out and see us at Centennial Bank Stadium, and go Red Wolves. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. 
At Central Chevrolet Cadillac on Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro, it's time to upgrade your ride. Central has more new vehicles arriving every day, and with the largest selection of pre-owned vehicles in Northeast Arkansas, you're going to find exactly what you're looking for. And now through the end of the month, get a $1,000 gas card free with the purchase of any vehicle from Central Chevrolet Cadillac. You heard right, a $1,000 gas card free with any vehicle purchase. Central Chevrolet Cadillac on Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro and online at centralchevrolet.com. See dealer for details. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate here with you. 9303-776, the number to call. Uh, what is your biggest, boldest prediction for the upcoming college football season? Uh, we did ask you, what, a couple of weeks ago to make kind of sort of a prediction on what was going on in Major League Baseball. We asked you about Albert's quest to get to 700. Uh, but we also asked you whether or not we would see Aaron Judge be able to set the Yankees all-time home run record and whether or not, you know, he'd be able to pass Roger Maris and and top 61. And he was insanely, ridiculously scalding hot immediately after the All-Star break. And then he kind of cooled off a little bit where the Yankees were also going through a little bit of a downturn. And now it looks like he's back in terms of uh, being able to put on a show for everybody who follows Major League Baseball. He is currently now uh, with a home run last night, which, by the way, was 51. He is on pace for 63. That would be the most in American League history, most in a season in Yankees history. And, of course, that does put him all time behind Bonds and also McGuire and Sosa. Actually, McGuire and Sosa a couple times apiece. But, he's getting there. 51. Also, I, I think, not that it really matters, because if it goes over the fence, it goes over the fence. But he gets his money's worth, <laughs> as do the fans that, that show up to watch him, because he does not hit the cheap home runs. Uh, he does not hit the home runs that would only be home runs at that one stadium. He's hitting bombs more often than not and it's it's a lot of fun to watch has been this whole season are you rooting for judge to top 61 um i mean it'd be cool i mean he's uh, he's hitting a lot of bombs too but he also has the advantage of having the short porch yeah so i don't know i just i hate yankee stadium and the short porch (laughs) so it's it's hard for me to get on board with with anybody when it comes to home runs but i mean it would be cool I just feel like I, I I wish and and some of you probably are, so this is probably a little bit of of preaching to the choir here. There is a potential and and yes, there's still a month of the season left, but there is a potential here for three significant, significant historical stories across major league baseball this year. There is the potential that Judge can top Maris. There's the potential that Albert could top A-Rod and also possibly top 700. And there's the potential, although this might be the hardest of the three, would be the hardest of the three, 
for Paul Goldschmidt to win a triple crown. These were huge stories. Huge. And I guess it just... Yes, Aaron Judge has a has a home run tracker, and and yes, um, we're starting to see you know a, a place like Baseball Reference tweet out the percentages of Albert's hit 700 after after every time he goes yard. But I guess I just I wish that there was more conversation about it nationally. And I know that it's also not a good time. I mean, it's it's we've already had week zero of college football. Everybody's looking forward to to week one and what's going on now. And there's just so much going on across the board in sports. We're a week away from the NFL as well. But I just, I love this sport. And it seems like more than any other sport with baseball, we spend so much time talking about the negative headlines and the frustration of some of the changes in the sport and the blackouts and Manfred and lockouts and all of this. And then you have... Not one, not two, but potentially three massive, huge, historical things that could be going on in one baseball season. And I just, I feel like it's crickets. Maybe yeah. maybe I'm not following the right people on social media. Maybe I'm not having the right conversations um, with others online or, or whatever. I think the pools thing is getting a lot of attention. I I, I don't think Judge is, and I don't I, for sure Goldschmidt is, because I didn't even know it was a possibility until yesterday, and I watch baseball literally every day. Yeah, yeah. I guess I just feel like, all in all, that, that all of these different feats should be celebrated, and there should be a watch. There should be absolutely a triple crown watch, and a judge watch, and a Pujols watch, and um, there's just not enough of it going on out there, out there for me. But uh, again, just kind of a rough time. I just... You know, <laughs> he's still got, thankfully, he's still got a way to go. I, I do not want, selfishly, this is such a selfish and ridiculous statement. I do not want Albert Pujols to hit home run 700 on a college football Saturday. I just, I just don't. And I know that it is an absurd statement because at the end of the day, if he gets to 700, it is going to be widely, widely celebrated by everybody. But I, I kind of want to see it happen on like a Tuesday. So everybody takes that moment to celebrate it. And then everybody has the following Wednesday to celebrate it before we get into an NFL Thursday night and a high school football Friday night and a college football Saturday night and an NFL Sunday and Monday. Just putting it out there into the universe. Albert, if you could hit home run number 700 on like Tuesday, September the 20th, that's a good, that's a good day, right? September the maybe the twenty seventh, either one of those, either one of those Tuesdays. If we're just going to schedule it in advance, that's that's when it needs to happen, because this world totally totally works on my timeline. So, everybody, just mentally prepare yourself for one of those days. <sighs> zero chance, zero chance of uh, of that being what happens, but but that's okay. I tell you what, we've got one more break to take. We'll come back and uh, look around at all the headlines that we missed before we wrap it up today. But we'll be back right after this on the ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. See thousands at Kavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro. We're getting back to normal with 300 new vehicles on the way. Get a new 2022 Ford F-150, $1,500 off MSRP. A new 2022 Ford Explorer, $1,000 off MSRP. Or a new 2022 Ford Edge, $3,000 in savings, $1,000 off MSRP, plus $2,000 in dealer discount. Reserve your new ride today with no money down. Only at Kavanaugh Ford on Highland and Jonesboro or KavanaughFord.com. See dealer for details. 
Shop local for your home and do your part to help as Gamble gives back. Now at Gamble Home. Gamble Home is currently helping kids in our area by collecting new backpacks, school supplies, and shoes. And your gift can turn into savings when you shop at Gamble Home. You can also earn a $200 gas card on qualifying mattress purchases. And Gamble is also letting you trade in your old recliner for a new one and save up to $100. Help Gamble give back and save right now at any Gamble Home location. Shop at the Farville Curve or take it home today from GH Express Uptown on Highland in Jonesboro. Welcome back to a new school year, faculty and students. The road to success starts today, and you can't get there on bald tires. Don't let back-to-school expenses keep you from driving to success. Local Tire and Wheel has the best payment options on the tires you need and the wheels you want. All backed by the area's best customer service. And you asked, and Local Tire and Wheel heard your request. That's why they now offer six months, same as cash. You get the cash price, but you have six months to pay. And if you need longer to pay, Local Tire and Wheel will build an easy payment plan that fits your budget. Plus, there's no credit check and everyone gets approved. So tires are something most of us don't budget for. But when we need them, we need them. And Local Tire and Wheel is here to help. They're your one-stop shop for quality tires and quality service that fits every budget. And don't let those back-to-school expenses keep you from driving to success. Local Tire and Wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. When you bank at First Security... You're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you, as well as the communities that matter to us all. Because finding your better at First Security makes Arkansas better too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. So if you're ready to lose some weight and you're tired of choking down bars and shakes or trying to starve yourself or going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. Y'all, Elite Total Health is working for so many, and so far they've helped patients lose over 2,600 pounds and counting. At Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey will be medically assisted and supervised by a team that's going to customize a plan to fit you and your goals. They have multiple weight loss medication options, including Fentermine. So there's no longer a need to drive hours away to get the medicine that can help you lose weight. So most current patients have lost double digits in their first 30 days, with many losing as much as 15, 16, or 17 pounds in only 30 days. You can schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6 and 8 until 1 on Saturday. Call 870-206-8250. Go see him at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. At Central Chevrolet Cadillac on Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro, it's time to upgrade your ride. Central has more new vehicles arriving every day, and with the largest selection of pre-owned vehicles in Northeast Arkansas, you're going to find exactly what you're looking for. And now through the end of the month, get a $1,000 gas card free with the purchase of any vehicle from Central Chevrolet Cadillac. You heard right, a $1,000 gas card free with any vehicle purchase. Central Chevrolet Cadillac on Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro and online at centralchevrolet.com. See dealer for details. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. We welcome you back into the Workday Red Zone. It's the home stretch here on a Wednesday. Last call. 
on the Right Fiber Hotline. Last call for the KavanaughCars.com question. What is your biggest, boldest prediction for the upcoming college football season? We will have some games to talk about starting tomorrow. Uh, actually, more games than I realized, to be honest with you, that are on tap for Thursday. Including some... Oh, wait, no, that's not a conference game. Uh, I still can't wrap my head around West Virginia and the Big 12, but whatever. I was like, West Virginia and Pitt, they're just right down the road from each other. But yeah, that's not a conference game, just kidding. Uh, but you do have uh, some interesting matchups going on uh, starting on Thursday. Of course, several more games to follow Friday night and uh, Saturday. The big, big day, obviously, across college football is basically uh, once we get through Saturday, we will have seen 127 teams in action so far this college football season. Then there's a game Sunday and Monday as well. So, uh, so tomorrow starts a stretch of five straight days of college football. I do not hate it. Do not hate it at all. Yeah, I, I agree. To say. Uh, some sad news to pass along today, especially for those of you that are, that are not on social media. You might have missed this this morning. <laughs> I say sad. It's, it's it's one of the first things I saw today when I pulled up Twitter, and it cracked me up then and kind of cracks me up now. Um, I hope you didn't have to navigate Memphis today, because if you did, you might have ran to, into a little bit of an issue on I-55. Now, there's always issues on I-55. I mean, that highway, there's been different parts of that highway under construction roughly since the time I was born, but it was a whole different issue this morning in Memphis as there was a tractor trailer that spilled Alfredo sauce all over I-55. And this is not, like, I think about being in my kitchen and making Alfredo sauce, and you've just got, like, the little pan, and it's just, you know, just... I cannot wrap my head around how many containers of Alfredo sauce had to have been dumped over to shut down an interstate. But when you see the pictures, you'll know what I mean, because it's just, it's insane. It's probably about... The length of the spill looks like it's at least the length of a football field and a half. And it covers three full lanes of I-55 right close to the Riverside Drive exit. Yeah. And apparently it happened right or right at 5 o'clock yesterday, too. So. Oh, this was at 5 yesterday? How did I miss this yeah. yesterday? Yeah. In oh, the I New York Times it was- article, it said shortly before 5 o'clock. I am not with it because I apologize. I just tried to tell you guys that it happened this morning. I saw it this morning. It happened yesterday. Can you imagine being late for something yesterday, taking you forever? I would be mad if I got home and found out that the reason I was significantly delayed on my commute was the fact that I had to wait on and Yeah. According to uh, Screen Grab on Fox 13, it looks like they had taken every single car and put them off to like the the side of the road. They were like driving on the side of the road for, I guess, a mile or so, however much the Alfredo sauce took up. Um, It was actually, yesterday was a really bad day for, for pasta lovers everywhere. Because while I don't know the total tally of Alfredo sauce that met its demise yesterday in Memphis... I can tell you that there was also a crash involving a big rig truck in Vacaville, California that caused 100 
and 80,000 tomatoes to spill across Interstate 80. So this is not my joke and it's super cheesy, but I'm going to say it anyways. If you are delivering pesto today, you need to you need to watch your back. <laughs> if you're <laughs> if you're delivering linguine or fettuccine or any other type of pasta noodle, you need to be you need to be with it today because bad things are happening out there between the Alfredo and the tomatoes. Uh, yes, there is probably some sports news going on somewhere. Sorry, we're not talking about it right now. I wanted to detour and talk about Alfredo so maybe I can talk myself into some pasta for lunch. Uh, nationally, looking at some headlines again, uh, big day in the NFL as teams are have uh, already gone through uh, waiver claims and are now putting together their their practice squads. So if you missed it earlier, uh, Kirk Merritt was was waived by the Saints yesterday. I thought that surely with what he had done in the, the preseason that he would have an opportunity to land on a 53-man somewhere else. However, he did not. But uh, that does mean he's going to be back with the Saints now on their practice squad. So this season, it'll be Kirk Merritt uh, on the practice squad with the Saints, J.D. McKissick, with the Washington Commanders, Demario Davis with the New Orleans Saints, um, and uh, I think I think that is that is it uh, in terms of Red Wolves in the NFL. Forrest Merrill is on uh, the IR; he was waived and placed on the IR for this season as he's already had surgery, and so he's not going to be competing this season at all. But uh, I did look around earlier to see if. Omar Bayless had gone through any workouts or anything like that, uh, but uh, didn't see anything. And, of course, the real bad news over the weekend was was Chris Odom tearing that ACL. But uh, just ready to see a, a handful more Red Wolves in the NFL. Maybe it'll, it'll happen sooner rather than later. But in the meantime, you know, next week we'll just throw another CFL update at you. See if Cody Grace sets any CFL records. He was close. He was close last week. Not quite there, but super-duper close. Checking in again on some baseball scores before we get out of here. Not a lot going on. The Rangers, shout out Matt Stoltz, Jerry Scott, Jeffrey. Rangers up 2-1 to one right now over Houston in the top of the second. The game that I'm kind of scoreboard watching is Milwaukee and Pittsburgh, but right now that one is scoreless in the top of the third with two outs. Of course, the, the Cardinals are up six games right now in the NL Central Division. A couple other day games for you. Padres play at the Giants, but everything else getting underway later tonight. It's Wednesday, right? So for some teams, this will be a getaway day, but others it will not. Some teams will play tomorrow. Others will not. MLB schedule always an adventure throughout the course of the season. Yes. Checking in uh, quickly for any other additional national headlines. And, and again, most of the conversation right now is... Surrounding the NFL and waiver claims, a couple the uh, couple news items of note that have gone on in the past week with with Live Golf is more de- more golfers have departed the PGA to join that organization. But um, it does have a little bit this week of a, or at least this midweek, a little bit of a calm before the storm vibe, uh, with what's going to be coming up in the next couple of days with with college football. So, just kind of uh, sitting around and waiting is honestly the feeling that I have. As we look ahead to to what is 
coming up next over the next few days. Of course, do want to say a big thank you to Arkansas State head football coach Butch Jones, who joined us earlier today for our A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions. So if you weren't able to tune in on that uh, this afternoon, it will be up, or this, uh, excuse me, earlier today, it will be up this afternoon at 953theticket.com. Give me till about 315, 330-ish, and we'll make sure and have that posted so you can check in on what the head football coach had to say ahead of uh, this week's season opener against Grambling State. Also, uh, if you're just interested in learning more about Grambling State in general, they did put out their game notes today along with their depth chart. So if you want to do a little bit of scouting there, you certainly can on the Tigers' website. But uh, in the meantime, that is a wrap for us today here on the Workday Red Zone. In addition to Coach Jones, do want to say a big thank you to Keith Merritt for joining us in Hour 1 as well. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is next, followed by The Drive with Cade Carlton at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10, and the Workday Red Zone returns tomorrow at noon. So for Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Cannot wait to talk to you tomorrow. Have a great, great afternoon.